On this episode of the 97X Rumblings from the Big Bush podcast, we talk to former DJ Timothy Hyatt, and Dave starts out with his favorite gotcha journalism question. Have you had a chance to tune into the podcast at all? Um, you did one with John, correct, with Chester? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I listened to his, yes. And that's it? And then you dumped us, <laughs> so, too? What the heck? And then I... And I don't. Well, you know, he's a dick, so, you know. <laughs> I love it. So, no, yeah. I'm not kidding. I love John. Yeah, no, uh, trust me. He was, like, after he was on, I think he sent it out mm-hmm. to his connections, and we noticed a big bump in the number of people that actually tuned in. Like, we went from 20 to 40. He's quite talk- the self-promoter, that one. <laughs> he is. So, Tim, we'll dive right into it. Okay. Tell us, the funny thing is, Dave and I were looking at some of these pictures. We started this podcast, and then we'll post the episodes on 97xbam.com. But pictures from the old days, you know, a shot with folks with the Bodines. And we're like, oh, well, that's Mr. K, you know. And and it's like, Mm -hmm. who's this other dude? Who is this other dude with Danny Crash and Mr. K? So I had to ask Bank. I said, who's this guy? And he's like, oh, that's Timothy Hyatt. And, you know, here's his contact information. So how long were you at this station? I was there just for a year. Um, I think if you look up the term bit player in the dictionary, there's a picture of me there as far as uh, my time at the X. Uh, yeah, no, I was there for, uh, it was in the late 80s. So it was, I think, 87 to 88. And, uh, yeah, so... My time there wasn't long, but it was quality time. Where were you before that? Uh, I was was literally just out of high school. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Locally in Cincinnati and Oxford? Uh, Yeah, I lived uh, just across the state line in Indiana, about uh, 20 minutes away from Oxford. Okay. So I had done done some radio when I was... Uh, actually, my senior year in high school, I was working at this radio station in Richmond, Indiana. And uh, you know, one thing led to another, and I got on. I started doing part-time uh, weekends at 97X. And then when Matt Harris left, I took over the midday slot. And then when John left, I partnered with Bake in the, in the mornings for for a few months. And then where did you go after that? That I kind of, actually I moved to Chicago not soon after that. So kind of uh, dropped the radio thing because, you know, I really wasn't very good at it. But, um, uh, or at least, no, I, I think so. And I don't, I think there'd be many that would agree. But, uh, yeah, so I, I moved to Chicago and started doing other things. And, and now you're a world-famous photographer. Uh, I'm a legend in my own mind. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't go world-famous. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go anywhere if anyone wants to write a check that'll clear. So. <laughs> but what does that mean? I mean, it, give us examples of the type of work you would do. Um, you know, the type of work I'm doing now or then? Uh, either one. Okay. Uh, then I, I, I was a stupid kid and now I'm a stupid adult. And now I, I, 
shoot, uh, I, I kind of made my name as a concert photographer. So that's, that's kind of where I'm most known for. I do just about anything, do a lot of portrait work and stuff. I uh, do a lot of music stuff. I just got off tour with a band uh, that I went out on tour with in December. So that's that's kind of that's kind of all. I'm really boring. I'm... Well, no, actually, I want to see if there's a thread here. You worked in radio, and and, mm-hmm. and was it a love of music or a love of radio that got you going? Um, when I did radio, it was both. So I was very lucky to work when I did at 97X because that was the time. It was you know it, it was right before alternative became mainstream. Mm-hmm. So it was you know, it was before it was before Nirvana, before Pearl Jam, before all, all the you know the grunge stuff, and then you know Green Day. But yeah, it was it, it was a great time because it was who's for do and the replacements mm-hmm. and that kind of uh, you know that kind of thing. So I was very lucky, you know, to come along then when I did because I had already had this. You know this deep love of, of music and, and the likes, and and I I thought at the time that you know, radio was what I wanted to do uh, with my life, and so to be able to work in an environment where you are not only learning how to do what you want to do, but you're also surrounded by all of this great stuff and this stuff that would go on to become just highly influential, not only in you know, the music world, but in my world too. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was very, very lucky to be at the time. And uh, my only regret is that I was, um, you know, I was too young to appreciate it. I think um, a lot of us who worked at 97X could say the same thing when we worked there. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, w- one thing, though, then now go to you present day, you're taking concert photos again you're surrounded by music was that yeah. part of it too oh yeah oh yeah that's absolutely part of it because i knew you know even back then i knew i didn't want to have a real job so this is a you know this is a good way to not sit behind a desk or not lift heavy things so you know that you know i'm still being influenced to this day you know by new people coming out and you know New you know, new artists that you, know, you can get really excited about, and um, yeah, being able to shoot them live or at festivals, whatever it's it's just it's always a new opportunity to discover new things. Now, so, wh- what do you listen to now, and how do you discover new music? I listen to a lot of Perry Como. Yeah, him, he's really good. <laughs> catch a um, catch a pocket, catch a star. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. No, um, I listen to a lot of the. It's like this band that I just went out with in December. Um, band from Wales called The Joy Formidable. Oh, I love them. Um, I've, be, I've I've become really good friends with them, um, so I love their stuff. Obviously, there's a band out of Portland uh, called Summer Cannibals that I work with a lot. I you know I love them. Uh, there's 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 so much you know good stuff you know, coming out now. It's harder nowadays to, I wouldn't say harder to find the good stuff, but to just to call through all the noise because there's just so much more stuff available now than, you know, back when I was doing radio. 
because just the outlets for people to, you know, get their music out there and get a little bit of notice is so much. I think it it looks easier now than it did um, back in the day, mm-hmm. but the downside of that is there's a lot of crap also that you have to sift through to find you know to find that little bit of gold. I miss a station like 97X that would curate it for me because I'm a little lazy. I want to find out what's new and good, but I want someone who has my taste to tell me. Absolutely. No, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And, you know, that's why, you know, 97X was such a, uh, you know, a, a great outlet for everything. Because, you know, like you say, they would do and we would do the calling mm-hmm. for you. And sometimes we got it right. Sometimes we got it wrong, but um, yeah, it, it spoke to um, a whole bunch of, I don't want to say disaffected, but people that you know, were tired of the mainstream, you know, Definitely. I don't, I don't need to hear another journey song. Thanks. No, thanks. I would much rather be turned on to dismiss or, you know, the cult so you know, at the time for me. So true. But I'm still confused because you said you were at 97X, you're a bit player, and then you drive to Chicago, and what did you have, like a Kodak Brownie in your car? And then you're like, I'm a photographer? <laughs> like, how did you get no. into that world? No, actually, no. Photography and what I'm doing now, that's kind of my fourth career, I think it is, because um, I knew, you know, growing up in Indiana, there was really nothing there for me. And if you've ever been to the, the, the town that I grew up in, you would completely understand because um, the town I grew up in, the entire population would fit in Bogarts. Name drop. Was, so, it, West, was it West Liberty? <laughs> was it Brookville? Come on. Uh, Guilford? Liberty, Indiana. Yeah. Liberty, yeah. Indiana is so big now it has a West Liberty. So, so come on. Well, I think actually, I think West Liberty is not close to where I grew up. I think that's further up in the state. So oh, it is. I, I don't okay. know. As, as soon as I left, I tried to you know erase just about all the memories I had. <laughs> but uh, no, so I, I was. Um, I also wanted to do theater and the like. So that's why I moved to Chicago, and I got in with a theater company up here and. It wasn't, it didn't really work out because, again, I wasn't very good at it. And then I got in, um, started doing graphic design, and I got in as art director of a magazine here in Chicago. And it was a music magazine. So there's the through line. Yeah. Um, music has pretty much always been a part of what I do. So I uh, was working in the magazine. And I had done photography you know, back, you know, in high school, and I took a brief college class about it and everything. And, that. and then when I'm at the magazine, I'm seeing all of the show reviews that we would do, and we rarely would have photos from them. Um, and the stuff that we did get in, it was it was, it was good, but I looked at them and go, no, I could do better than that. And so that's when I started. Um, reaching out to the publicist whenever band would be in town. Hey, let me photo pass it. So we, because we're running a review, we need photos, and that's where I cut my teeth and got back into it full time. 
So, and then when uh, the magazine gate ended, then I figured, well, I could try to get another design job, or I could just pursue, you know, what I actually, you know, think I am halfway good at, and it's it's worked out so far. And so, when you're, you said you were out with the Joy Formidable. Is are you the tour photographer, or you they say come to this show because we want some promo photos? What what are they hiring um, you to do? Well, yeah, when I when I went out with them in December, and I went out with them on tour last year as well. It's it's pretty much as their tour photographer, um, but it's also just me being friends with them and helping them out with whatever I can. You know, you need me to haul an amp in? Sure, I'll do that. You need me to, you know. Talk to the sound guys. Sure, I'll do that. So, and and I've done like their promo shots for their last album and the likes. So you're almost but, like an auxiliary band member. Oh, I would not go that far, and I'm sure Richie would slap me upside the head if I did. Oh, well, then okay, then you're <laughs> you're their Reuben Kincaid. <laughs> <laughs> now that's one I have not been called yet. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that a lot. And then how, how long are you out with them? As long as their tour lasts? Uh, I just went out with them for a couple of weeks. Okay. So. And then how do you get your next gig? I wait by the phone and see who calls. Wow. Okay. No, I, I also, well, I also, I also shoot for Getty Images. Yes. Okay. So they, um, they're responsible for a lot of my work. And that, that can be anything, and that can be something that I don't know what I'm going to be shooting until a lot of times the day before, so, or sometimes even the day of, where they'll you know call up and say, hey, can you shoot this? I'm like, sure. When is it? Eh, it's in an hour. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I'll be there. Have yeah, you ever... okay. I guess I have to put pants on today after all. <laughs> Hate it when that happens. Oh, yeah. man, I try to avoid it at all costs. Now, have you ever reached out to a band because you like their music and said, hey, love your stuff, I'm a photographer, here's my portfolio, can I shoot you guys? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's that's how I actually got uh, hooked up with Summer Cannibals because I had shot them, um, well, let step back a little bit. Um, there's a festival up here called Riot Fest. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, I'm kind of the house photographer for them. And so... I not only shoot sets uh, of the artist, but also have a portrait studio set up in the press area. So if I see bands that I like, I will, and I see that they're coming, I'll reach out and say, hey, I got this portrait studio. Why don't you come by for a couple minutes and see what we can do? And that's, you know, I, I've made a couple of good connections through that. And then once once I'm kind of introduced to them, I know when they're back in town, I can say, "Hey, remember me? I'm the one that did the the portrait studio. Let's let's do some more shooting." And sometimes it, sometimes they're up for it, and sometimes they're not, and that's fine too. But uh, yeah, Summer Campbell is the one that's responded really well about their stuff, and they seem to tolerate me. So. And so, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen happen backstage? Oh. Good. Let's see. We only have a half an hour, so. Okay. Th then instead of that, I'll, I'll ask you this question: What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened in Liberty, Indiana? The weirdest. Um, I, I think someone once voted Democrat. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
going back, uh, you're talking about uh, weird things that happened. Let me go back to uh, a couple of things that happened when I was at 97X. Uh, you know, I mentioned Bogarts. I would go down and I spent most of my time there, it seemed, because I saw a lot of stuff. And one night, um, Husker Du played. And I love Husker Du. They were my, you know, they were probably one of the most influential bands for me. And so I'm back there and I uh, went with my girlfriend at the time, met him before the show. We're just kind of sitting around a table and no one said anything. None of the three guys said anything at all. Like, okay, this is really weird. Should we be here? Should we go or what? And so we ended up just, you know, hey, thanks. Good to see you. And went on. Of course, I didn't realize at the time what was happening with the band, and they were in just a month away from breaking up because they hated each other at the time. So there's this awkward kid and this awkward girl sitting at a table with him, and like, yeah, okay. So it made a lot more sense once I found out what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I interviewed Bob Mould, and he is not a very forthcoming person to start with, so let alone having that involved in actually that's where i would kind of beg to differ because just this past year at riot fest he played and i had gone to shoot another set and this was near the end of the day when he played and i come back to the press area there's hardly anybody there all the media's out doing other things but he's back there and i figured i have to like see if i can get him into the studio you know, even if even if he says no, or even if he's a you know, yeah. you know just a giant, you know, yeah. um, I won't forgive myself. And so I go up to him and I say, "Hi, I'm Tim. I'm a Renaissance photographer. I know you won't remember me. I met you way back in you know back when we knew what this could do. Would you like to, you know, come do a portrait with me?" And he could not have been nicer. Wow. He you know he just he came over and did some quick portraits. And afterwards, he he thanked me for pulling him aside and working with him. And I'm, my head just about exploded. I'm like, Dude, you don't understand. I should be thanking you yeah. for like everything. So he yeah he could not have been a nicer guy. And then does Bob use that picture you took in his yearbook? <laughs> I don't know if he's ever done anything with it, but. Um, but I like it, so I, I use it on my portfolio. That's excellent. Yeah, that's wow. cool. It's kind of cool that it, it it almost came full circle from from the Bogarts time yeah. to that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to push him any farther and say, you know, hey, we met and yeah, I remember you guys were kind of you know jerks, but now I understand. So come do some shooting with me. So I, I figured I'd leave that part out. Yeah. Good call. And, and, yeah. And, and Tim, we appreciate your time. We're so happy to have solved the mystery. This guy that was in all these pictures from the old days at 97X is now the guy behind the camera taking pictures of the bands, which is super cool. And it sounds like oh, thank uh, you. you've lived a very interesting life thus far. And we look forward to seeing more of your shots now that we know your name. And if folks wanted to see your portfolio, where can they track it down? I am at Timothy Hyatt. Dot com. That's H-I-A-T-T, not spelled with a Y, or I would be too rich to talk to you. Um, 
So, yeah, timothyhyatt.com or I'm on Instagram at timothy underscore Hyatt, and it's all out there, good and bad. Okay, well, if, uh, you know, Dave's got two sons that are in in bands, so probably at some point you'll be taking pictures of his kids. Yeah, we'll get a hold of you when they're in Chicago. Feel free. Bring it on. Thank you for uh, trying to figure out who the hell I am. (laughs) And I just missed you because I started there in 89, so I just must have missed you. Yeah, yeah, because I was like 88, I think February of 88 was when uh, they said, thanks, we don't need your services anymore, which they were completely right to do, by the way. (laughs) But it was a good time. But thanks again. This has been a wonderful time. Thanks for your time, Tim. Hey, have a good day. Oh, thank you. You too. Thank you. Appreciate it. 97X. Thank you, Mr. DJ. The future of rock and roll.